0: Hey, what's up? Alex here in the garage where we do house church. And speaking of house church, I lost my voice preaching with a sore throat. Um, Not too long after church, I just couldn't talk. and Now I sound like this. Um, And so I'll try to turn the volume up a little bit while I'm editing this. (laughs) But um, bear with me. I want to talk to you about why. Knowing your why. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 14 something crazy happens and I was reading a commentary on this and it it made me think about it so differently John the Baptist his disciples and the Pharisees disciples they come together and they ask Jesus why do we fast but you and your disciples don't and the commentator commentator said here they are spiritual leaders religious leaders church leaders, and they don't know why they do what they do. They don't know their why behind the spiritual practices that they practice. What a crazy place to be. But then I thought, I've been there. I'm probably there right now. You might be there. Not knowing why you do the spiritual things that you do, just kind of going through the motions at church, at Bible study, at your Christian college, without ever asking, why do I do things like fast, pray, sing certain songs? Or why does my church do church this way? Why does um, a gecko make that sound behind me? Uh, No, I don't know if you heard that or not. But why do we do church the way we do church? Why do we Christian the way that we Christian And we could be in the church for years without ever asking that question. That's heavy. Most of the time when we start asking this question, it's because we're in a place of confusion in a place of feeling lost because John's disciples here are in a weird place because most likely and most commentators agree that John the Baptist was probably in jail for preaching at this moment. Excuse me. And um, so without a leader, they feel lost. And they start to look around at how Jesus lived. And then they say, okay, why do I do the things I do? That's so important. Sometimes God will take leaders out of your life for a moment, not because they've done something bad, but maybe they have. But he'll remove leaders and their influence from your life for maybe a season, maybe forever, so that you can start to ask yourself, why have I always done it this way? Specifically spiritual things. And what's even interesting here is, John the Baptist's disciples and the Pharisees' disciples, they were seen as enemies at times. John even calls the Pharisees a brood of vipers, so, why are they paired up and teamed up right now in coming to Jesus to ask why they do what they do? Isn't that interesting? That even some of our spiritual enemies are uh, united with us in not knowing why they do the spiritual practices that they do. Most of the time, we find out that we're more like our enemies than dislike them, than unlike them, sorry. So, why? Jesus is going to reveal to them why. um, And I'm going to get into that in the next episode of Amen Podcast. It's called Breaking. And Jesus is going to break the mold of what they thought these spiritual practices were for. He's going to break away from dead religion. He's going to help these guys to do the same. He's going to show us that it's not always about being this aesthetic leader that is so sacrificial and set apart um, and and just on this high lofty place. He says, he's going to teach us that it's about joy, having joy and giving God glory. We'll get into that more, but just know that when Jesus, Jesus is on the cross, he asked why, why God, have you forsaken me? So that we can ask God, why have I forsaken my why? Let me say that again. We're not, unless we know our why, we'll never experience joy in Christ. We'll never know what following Him is really about. We'll never truly know Him. We'll be lost. We'll be going through the motions unless we ask why. So what happens on the cross that empowers us to ask why it gives us a safe place to ask why from. What happens is Jesus on the cross says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that we could ask, God, have I forsaken my why? When Jesus asked that, he was fulfilling scripture, Psalms 22, but what he was also saying is, this is horrible. Being forsaken from God, feeling the wrath of God is terrible. It's when you hear him say it, it's almost like this this moment you're peeking into how much he's being crushed on the cross. It's super heavy. And he's asking why to fulfill scripture. And unless that scripture was fulfilled, we would never have the power to ask, God, have I forsaken my why? Jesus asked, God, why have you forsaken me? So we could ask, God, have I forsaken my why? Do you know your why behind what you do? The resurrection shows us that when we ask why, we get a what. And the what is new life. Jesus asked why on the cross, and yet he rose again because he was the sinless, spotless Lamb of God, the perfect sacrifice to appease the holy wrath of God because sin must be punished. He asked why, his what was new life. When we ask why, our answer is new life. That's the what we get when we ask why. The disciples of John, the Pharisees, they asked why they got the what. We're going to talk about that what. What it really truly looks like to find joy in Christ in the next episode of Amen Podcast called Breaking. But um, for now, I just want to leave you with this safe place the promise of the resurrection, what Christ experienced on the cross, that's a safe place to start to ask yourself why. When I look at my church, when I look at my Bible study, when I look at my Christian life, why do I do these certain things? Because this is it. You could be doing those things and not know what you're looking for in those things you will not find. You can be doing Christian, spiritual, quote-unquote, good things, looking for Christ and never find Him in those things. The disciples of John, they asked why, and and the Pharisees, they asked, why do we fast and you guys don't fast? We know Jesus is not against fasting. He fasts in Matthew chapter 4 for 40 days and 40 nights. So we know he's not against fasting, but they, they when they see Jesus, they don't see him fasting. <clears throat> they don't see him doing that. They see him and the disciples eating and drinking, having a good time. So they were forced to ask, why are we doing this? If this isn't helping us know God, because we see you as a teacher, as a rabbi, and we don't see you doing it as often as we do it or anywhere close they were forced to ask, are we, are we looking for something in this spiritual practice that we're just not going to find? And that's a great question to ask. Why are we doing this? There's no joy. There's no lo- new life in Christ unless we first start to ask ourselves, why am I doing the spiritual things that I'm doing? So I'm excited to share this next episode with you. Be sure to be following Amen Podcast everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and um, Instagram. And um, yeah, it's going to be good. But with that said, I love you. Go out and be the church. Amen.